Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, do you ever do this? Yes. And you know what? You might even be doing it right now. I don't uh-huh. think anybody in here is doing it right now. They uh, could be, though. Huh? But uh, 27% <laughs> of us regularly zone out while we're driving. Mm. <laughs> you just zone out. You ever done that, and then you get where you were going, and you think, I don't remember yeah. any of that trip. Yeah, that's yep. what I'm saying. Yeah. Most days when I show up here, I'm like, don't even think. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm here. That explains a lot. Yeah. But well, you kind of hope your subconscious is watching out for you. Well, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's what I hope. Well, the average is four times a week we do this. We just zone out while we're driving. I'm going to be honest, I've done it before, well, but I, it's rare for me. I'm usually pretty focused on my driving. You are. You're like a NASCAR driver out there, <laughs> and you pay attention to everything around you. I have to because I'm usually <laughs> driving, darting in and out, and i got to make sure the other guys either see me or I have a way to get out of them if they didn't. No, you have to because I'm zoning out. I'm not even paying exactly. attention. <laughs> <laughs> 55% of drivers said that they sometimes feel like they're just on autopilot while behind the wheel. Now, it's not clear the difference between zoning out and autopilot. I think it's similar, if not the same thing. It's just basically the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, autopilot is now the Tesla that will actually drive drive it yourself. (laughs) You can't say you're autopilot when you're pressing that gas pedal. No, (laughs) honestly, the Tesla might do better than some of the people. Oh, yeah. That are on autopilot or zoning out. Okay, here are the reasons we zone out, okay? 49% of the people said uh, we zone out. Because we just have a lot on our mind. We're thinking about other stuff. We're thinking about, you know, what we're going to get the kids for dinner tonight. And we're going to drop them off on time this morning. Did they do all their homework? Okay. Uh, I've got bills to pay. And, oh, I'm going to be late for work if I don't want to concentrate Stop here. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it just goes on. we got too much on us. Yeah. Definitely. So, <laughs> so what we do is the thing that we should be paying attention to the most, we just zone that out while we're trying to think about things that we can actually put off till a little bit later on in the day. Uh, driving the same stretch of road all the time and also driving the same route every day, they say, is why they zone out. That's why they say people have more accidents near their home than they do other places because you zone out when you get near your home. You know your way so well. Yeah, do you, take, do you take the same route every day? No, but okay. it's, it's like one or two or three choices I do all the time. I got a buddy of mine. He goes, I don't like the same routine. And so he drives to work a different route all the time. Like he finds a new way to get to work. He'll turn 
turn his GPS on, mm. get lost, and then head on into work. That's boring. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't want to do that extra time. I know. Yeah, I mean, I have to hit 385. I'm not going to try to find back roads between my house and 385. Well, you right. live downtown. You yeah, know, but I have taken different roads from my house to get to 385. Okay. And when I used to drive to Tri-County Tech, we'd one week we'd drive one route, the next week we would switch it totally up. Yeah. Just because we had to. It was a 45-minute drive every morning. Okay. And then they say being boring. This driving is just boring, period. Not not with your – if you're with Tom. Yeah. See, for yeah. me, driving isn't boring. It's exciting. If if, if if you are riding with Tom, he's going to show out in some way. He's going to spin his tires, Red scare night. you to death. He's going to turn a curve real fast just to see if you're alive. <laughs> I don't find it as boring as I used to because, you know, I fell asleep that one time when I was yeah. younger crashed my car mm. oh no i was dreaming already that's I mean, got to be a tough way to wake up ed you wake up quick when your car's bouncing off a guardrail <gasps> under a bridge yeah uh, i um i was okay car was damaged but i don't get sleepy anymore that is a scary feeling. I used to work in news, and I had to get up super early to be there. And one morning, I was on the road and woke up with a semi coming at me. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. it just And I was awake after that. But well, that's about the worst way you can yeah, wake up. Being tired, scary. they say, is another reason why we just zone out. Yeah. And 90% of us think we're good drivers. Yeah. And that's even though 22% of us have had someone comment about how bad our driving is. Right. We just ignore those people. You know, everybody I ride with is horrible drivers, and I, I'm good. But when somebody <laughs> makes a, compl- or, you know, a complaint about my driving, yeah. it's not true. I don't get where <laughs> they're coming from. I think we figured it out. What? Why it's that way, Hawk. Why 22% of the people. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I drive an SUV, because you know what? Those curves, they don't stand a chance. Just run right over them. Okay. Speed bump. Well, I just had a friend in an SUV blow out a tire. My wife is oh, a geez. pro at that. Yeah, hitting she, a curve. I mean, she came home the other day. It was $500 because we had to replace both of the front tires because they were worn enough that you couldn't just put one on. And I'm like, what happens here? How does this happen? She's like, I'm just not good at judging the distance. <laughs> she fell asleep because that's what happened to me when I fell asleep. I had to replace all my tires. I don't they know. They all just blew out. I don't know. Well, yeah, you listen. Because I, I was airborne. I but think I, she's I, just a bad driver. <laughs> yeah. No, those curves come out of nowhere. Corey's a bad <laughs> really? driver, <Yeah>. too. <laughs> <laughs> well, one in seven of us uh, don't think we'd pass if we had to take the driver's test right now. One in seven of us. Which one? The written or the, the driving? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking both of us. And I you could have to do ask the driving, us, but yeah. I don't know if I would do the written or not. I, I'm yeah. with you on that. Me Maybe either. we need to do a little refresher course here. That would be fun, actually. Yeah. Here's one for you. We'll uh, have for you here on the Hawking Time Show this morning. Listen very closely if you're driving right now. Attention motorists, do you wish you could alert other drivers of your intention to change direction? I'd love to, but is that even possible? It is, with the turn signal. The turn signal? What's that? The turn signal uses 20th century technology to enable a flashing light on the exterior of your vehicle. Wow, sounds complicated. No, all you need to do is gently flick a lever that's located just to the left of the steering wheel. It couldn't be easier. But that must be an expensive modification. It's not. Every single automobile already has a turn signal installed. Use it for right turns, left turns. You can even use your turn signal on the freeway before you change lanes. Sounds great. 
I'm going to try using my turn signal right away. We wish you would. Spread the word. Eventually, maybe every driver will use their turn signal. Wouldn't that be great? Wow. <laughs> you learn something new every day, don't you? No. <laughs> Those cars have turn signals. It would be great to use it. Hawk and Tom on B93.7. I want you guys to think carefully about this before you answer, but don't take too long. Okay. What is the number one thing that could get you to stay at your current job longer? Uh, a lot of people wish they had changed jobs during the pandemic. Some people did, but uh, the people who stayed at their jobs, they asked them, what will keep you here even longer? Well, uh, if they pay me. Okay, well, yeah. you're already being paid. <laughs> we, have a, we have a great job, though. Okay, Tori? So. Yeah, I'm going to say money, too. Money, so more money. Yeah, yeah. well. Kato? Uh, free food. Okay. Oh, free food Fridays or yeah. every day? <laughs> okay. Well, you know, just, mm. hey, just gift cards. You know what? Just appreciation for being here Thank would be you. nice. Yeah, because okay. I don't feel like mm-hmm. we get that. It's interesting you guys say that mm-hmm. because the number one answer for millennials was more money. Oh, okay. Now, millennials are people who are in their, what, 30s now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, pretty okay. much. Uh, Gen Xers. Now, what's a Gen Xer? Is Not that, a millennial. So what's and what's, oh. a, what's a boomer? <laughs> That's and all I got. Gen Xer. I think a boomer is older than a Gen Xer. Yeah. Um. I th- yeah. I think we're Gen Xers, and I think boomers are like our parents, but I'm not sure about that. It's hard to keep track of all that. Yeah, all right. So Gen Xers would rather have more responsibility and perhaps a new role in the company, some kind of a job change in title and position. Okay. And then the boomers. All they wanted was a little more recognition for the work that they did. Hmm. So the older people were like, you know what? I'm okay with everything. Just how about taking note of the fact that I'm doing this? How about a little recognition, a pat on the back every now and then? Um, Which I think a lot of managers overlook that opportunity because they're all, they're so busy saving money. What they do instead is they make you feel like crap as they come up with excuses not to pay you. They're afraid to tell you you're doing a good job because they're afraid you'll come ask for more money. So instead, they beat wow. down your whole attitude <laughs> and okay. make you miserable you about okay, everything. Tom? Yeah, yeah. Do you we know need what? to talk? Mm-hmm. Bosses, <laughs> you could save a lot of money, though, I feel. If you just go and tell that person, you know what, you're doing a great job right now. Or, you know what, I, I noticed how hard you're working right now. And you don't have to give them, uh, you know, as much money. You can also change a job title, apparently, from this. Well, they want more of a new role, too. Well, well, you don't have to get money. Just change, you know. You're not going to be a secretary. You're going to be an administrative professional now. I don't think people fall for that. (laughs) No, we don't. (laughs) Or even set the bar a little lower and just, have you ever been in a meeting where you throw out an idea and no one says anything, and then a little bit later someone else throws out the same idea, and they're like, great job, Trish. And you're like, I said that 10 minutes ago. Great job, Tori. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, you just gave a great idea about lowering the bars because sometimes those high stools in in restaurants, I mean, they could hurt falling off them. So lower the bar. Wow. So for us, make people. it like a limbo. Are bar. you talking about the? Uh, I can see why no one compliments us. Are you talking about the snack room right now? <laughs> Lower the bar in the snack room. Oh no, I'm talking about the Hall of Fame. <laughs> we wait. Well, hey, listen, we have not been drinking this morning, y'all. We we should. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Ooh, morning mimosas and bloody marys. There that would make go. me stay longer. So how about the money? <laughs> how much would it take to make someone feel like they would stay longer? 
Uh, they said 10 to 20 percent was what a lot of folks said, and 30 percent was what the number one answer was. That's not happening, just to let everyone know. Neither is the 10 to 20. If you get 3%, consider yourself lucky. At least that's what our boss told us. Yeah, but cost of living is like, what, 5% right now? Well, it's more than that with inflation. Yeah, so, yeah. it just went up like 10%. Yeah. <laughs> so we basically <laughs> lost 7% last year. I just want year. to know how, how big the bonuses our CEO is getting compared to what I'm being made. If, well, if, if McDonald's ordered offered me $1 more than I'm making here, what would you like to eat, sir? Wow. <laughs> okay. Just want to say, if our CEO happens to be listening right now, that was Cato. You think yeah. he listens? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't us. He can, I know he can get uh, the uh, app. No, well, he can get the app, yes, but he can also get the transcripts from today's show. <laughs> we have transcripts? We do. No, yeah. we don't. Yeah, yeah. We tell people all the time we don't. We do have to tap them up at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. You do that? <laughs> You, you need a do new that job, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> you need a new role, Kato. <laughs> yeah. No wonder you hate your job, especially on Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> Hawk said. <laughs> Hawk and Tom on B93.7. B93.7, this is the Hawk and Tom Show. Good morning, y'all. Shout out time. Let's give some shout outs then. Yeah, let's do it. I got them right Kato here. Kato said there's some kind of special shout-out this morning. We'll go. Oh. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, I'll get to that one. All right. Bowen Moody, Esteban Garcia, Aaron Hester, Chuck Whittlock, or I'm sorry, Whitlock. I'm sorry, that's a mouthful. Mm-hmm. Kelly Wilson, Terry Sales, uh, Kimberly Brown, Megan Hightower, Amelia Buchemin, and Candy Bishop, or Cindy Bishop, I'm sorry. You got I a bunch of today. tough names. Okay, there. and then it says, Can Thelma wish a happy birthday to Mills Anderson? She's turning seven. Aww. Oh, I would love to do that. I feel so honored to do that. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm, matter of fact, I'll sing happy birthday to all of them today. Wow. But this goes out to you, uh, Mills, all right, too. Especially for you. But, uh, all right. Y'all, y'all going to sing, too? No. <laughs> Don't pass me. Mills curse you. Me. She just wanted you just to shout out Happy to her. birthday to you. Happy <laughs> birthday to you. Happy birthday. Everybody having a birthday. Mills, Mills. And especially <laughs> Mills today. Happy birthday to you. Please don't ever do that again. You almost lost your teeth there. (laughs) (laughs) Bless her. Thanks, Elma. (laughs) You're welcome. All right, moving along. Torch Tuesday heading your way. In just a second, we're going to talk about it. It's weird, too, today. I will say that. Hawk and Tom on B93.7. Let me be the first to say Merry Christmas. Um, (laughs) Well, you are. Yeah, I know, I know. Hey, it's getting earlier and earlier each year. But it's funny how you don't hear Christmas music this time of year. We're going to talk about Christmas, though, right now, and there's a reason for that. What would it be like to take down someone's Christmas lights without their permission? We'll find out with Torture Tuesday here in just a second. <laughs> if you did it at my house, I'd probably thank you. Yeah, okay. Save me doing it. Well, it's it's kind of funny because uh, a, lot, and a lot of people leave their Christmas lights up year-round. Well, they don't take them down. If it's just the ones along the edge of the roof, I don't think that's as big a deal. But if you're leaving stuff up in the yard and, uh, like, 
decorative stuff, that's a little bit obnoxious. But I think it's nice when you maybe still keep your trees like downtown greenville or do they keep the trees lit up with those lights which is nice year round i mean so if you've got those in your tree i think it's nice around your deck well how long is acceptable for people to leave their christmas decorations up some people leave them up for uh, you know just right after christmas and sometimes it's months after christmas (laughs) before they get to them the reason why people say they don't want the holiday season to end Okay, but so. it does. And and in January and February, it just doesn't feel like Christmas anymore. Yeah, just put some Mardi Gras beads on your Santa. It's fine. I agree. Yeah, okay, dress him up for Valentine's Day. Yeah. For Halloween, you got a haunted Santa Claus Put some swim trunks on him for summer. Yeah. That's the other problem is there's all these other holidays coming, and you're not moving out of the way to let them get here. Well, celebrate them all. <laughs> the reasons some people don't take down the Christmas lights is because the way the decorations look, they like that Kato and they like all the they like the trees lit, if you will. It's because they're lazy. Well, and that is because they are just lazy, is what this article said. Mm-hmm. Now, most people they say for well, sixty two percent they wait till right after New Year's to take down their Christmas lights. Right, but because yeah. that's whenever it kind of sets in that hey, Christmas is over, we're starting over a new year, and it's a whole another three hundred sixty five days before we have fun again but you don't know people's uh life maybe they're holding up their christmas decoration for some family member that's not in town yet yeah well that, 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 that's acceptable but then, like if, if but it's you're still judging them because you don't know that <laughs> but it's just easier to judge them and not worry about the details <laughs> yeah, ain't it funny though how decorating the house for christmas is so much fun before christmas when you're putting up the christmas lights and you're you know lighting up the christmas candles no. and you're putting the christmas music mm-hmm. on oh. and right. the kids are all excited mm-hmm. and make it you Drinking know the, the hot cocoa and stuff like that there's so much excitement about putting up the lights but taking them taking down, down is a chore and everybody looks at it as a chore yep Putting them up is kind of a chore, too. There's some of it that's fun, but there's a lot of it that's just frustrating. I was a Scrooge last year. I didn't do any decorations for any holidays. You know what? When you have kids, you will. It's just like whenever you're packing for a vacation. Yeah, yeah. And then when you're packing to come home, Uh you just, like, shove it all in there. (laughs) Exactly. And you're you're looking for that special decoration next year, and you can't find it because you put it in the wrong box because Mm -hmm. it was such a chore, and you just wanted to get it over with because it's easy. To uh, put the uh, decorations on the tree, but harder to find that specific box to put the ornament right. back in. Yeah. But uh, uh, Christmas etiquette specialists say you're supposed to take down the uh, Christmas lights 12th day after Christmas. Okay, what on earth? I mean, can you imagine you're in high school? You sit down with your guidance counselor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what do I want to be? And yeah. like, you know, you could be a Christmas etiquette specialist. Exactly. And they make like, a lot of money. Does that pay well? Well, you, people are always asking for decorating advice. And you got someone that's going to dress it up for you, dress your house up for you? People ask, but they don't pay for decorating advice very often. Okay. I know there are exceptions to that. And I have I know friends that you can pay them, and they'll come and decorate your entire home and come back and tear it all down. Now, that's they're doing the work for it. You're, exactly. doing, you're paying yeah. for it, too. Well, now, this is a tie-in. Of course, Hawk and Tom's show is turning 25, and we're remembering some of our funniest moments over the years. Mm-hmm. And there was this one year where someone had their Christmas lights up around this time of year. I mean, it had been like <laughs> long into the year, February or March. Yeah, it was, it was easily March, I think. <laughs> so uh, some people, their neighbors called them out and said, these people still have their Christmas lights up. Yeah, and they said, can you get Cato to go out and take them down? <laughs> 
Yeah. And Cato was young back then. He was dumb, and he said, "Sure, I'll do it." <laughs> exactly. That's why I like putting up Christmas decorations. Now I will say he gets busted with this torture Tuesday. Of course he does. So if you'll stick around with us and laugh, it's going to be coming up here in about five or six minutes. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven. Well, the Hawk and Tom show's turning 25 here in about a month. We're excited about that. We're uh, actually having fun remembering some of our most outrageous moments over the years. Yeah, we were just talking about people leaving their Christmas lights up <laughs> yeah. way after Christmas. And we have a Torture Tuesday that goes back quite a while. Whenever we had a couple who told us that their neighbor still had Christmas <laughs> decorations up well into the new year. It, it was around this time of year when they called in it with they were Ken and Michelle. Yeah. yeah. And they said, Hey, could you send Cato out and have him remove, you know, these decorations yeah. and pull a prank on our neighbor? Uh-huh. And so we're like, Well, sure. Sure, if he'll uh, Cato will do anything. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, he took the station van out there yeah. and started just taking things down. This is that uh, torture Tuesday for those of you as we celebrate our 25 years as the Hawk and Tom show. He's got a reindeer in his yard. He's got a reindeer, a plastic reindeer. Oh, my gosh. And listen, wait a minute. I can't, he's got those little shrubs around it, around the front. Yeah. The lights are inside these sticky bushes. You want me to just pull, pull them out? Get the reindeer first, Kato. <laughs> oh, man, Get you're going to take the reindeer. Take the reindeer and put it in the van. <laughs> this is, you know, if somebody walks out of the house, and sees me still in the reindeer. I, man, I don't think we should take the reindeer. You can give it to the <laughs> I, next No, it's too late. I'm pulling it up out of the ground. Oh. <laughs> it's got one of those poles in the ground. I'll hold it down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I dropped it. Put it in the van. Okay. How big is it? Um, it's about, um, I guess the head of the deer comes about to my chest. <laughs> and it, it's almost life-size. It's, it's not light either. Oh, man. Just drag it along oh, behind God. you if you have to. You know, if any of his neighbors were to see me, that would be funny, too, other than the ones that called in. Because I'm, like, part just, like, you know, away from his house. So I'm having to walk out on the road. <laughs> With a reindeer. With a reindeer. Oh, I can hear it now. The police are going to be there. Yes, he's uh, he's got the reindeer, hey, so. Hurry, hey, you got to hurry up, man. This thing is uh, heavy. I should have unlocked the van before I got here, shouldn't I? Yeah, hurry up. You know, it's not easy doing this with a phone in your hand. <laughs> all right, it's in the van. Get all the right. ones that are in the bushes. I still haven't seen anybody at all. They must not be anybody home. <laughs> well, start pulling them out. I don't even know where these things are. Oh, man, they're like knotted up around the bushes. Well, you got to find the plug-in part. All you have to do is take one in and run in a circle around the bush, and it should unravel. All right, well, it's just, the bushes are right in front of the house, so I can't run around them. Well, just chop, chop the bushes down. <laughs> I hope I don't break them off. I'm getting them. They're coming. You take out the ones in the bushes. We're going to check back with you in just a minute. We'll get you to set up the ladder and take off the ones on the roof. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> hey, but if you, hey, if you get busted, if you get busted, we'll stay on the line, all right? I'll pull these out, though. I'll have them out when you come back. So we played a couple of songs, and we checked back in with him as he was taking down these Christmas lights. All right, now listen, you've got the plastic reindeer out of the front lawn. It's in the van. Yeah. And you have taken all the lights out of the bushes. <laughs> They're out. Yeah, right. I don't think anybody's home because, I mean, no one has even looked out the window 
or come outside, and I've just been in open view most of the time pulling these out of the bushes and, and even walking with the reindeer down the road, and no one has even looked out at me. <laughs> so they're asleep or they're not home. You got the ladder there? I got the ladder. All right, we want you to take the ladder, and we want you to go ahead and put it up against the side of the house and go ahead and to start uh, taking down the Christmas lights. Hey, but do it real quiet in case someone is there. Okay. Oh. I'm sorry, this is a heavy ladder. Oh, gosh. Hang on. This is not a type of ladder you can put up against the house. Okay. All right. If there's anyone home right now, they're going to be out soon. <laughs> he woke the whole neighborhood on that one. All right. Well, be careful. Don't damage the house when you pull them down because we can get in big trouble for that. I'm not. They're coming out easy. The wood must be halfway rotted. <laughs> hey, Staples are, hey, are old. Clean out the gutters while you're out, out there. <laughs> there aren't any. <laughs> okay. Now, are, are these like all different colored lights, or are they all one color? They're the, they're the real big bulbs, oh, different yeah. colors. Yeah, yeah they're, they're the older type. These must have been up for a while. Oh. I can't. Oh, my gosh. Hey, what are you doing up there? Um, I'm just taking the lights down, sir. What are you taking my lights down for? Um, uh, you're, you're actually, your neighbors have complained. Do you know Ken and Michelle? Yeah, they live next door. What do you mean they complain? They, <laughs> let me get down tell the them, ladder. Tell them who you are, Kato. Uh, my name is Kato. I work at B93.7, the Hawk and Tom Show. Well, well, we had this uh, contest-type thing going on where, where neighbors called in about pe people that keep their lights up year-round. And, and so Ken and Michelle, they, they kind of complained about your lights. So uh, I was set to take them down. I got some of them down. <laughs> They called you and told you to come out here and take my lights down? <laughs> yeah, yes, sir, they did. God, I'm going to kill them. <laughs> I can't believe they did that. I got busted. You don't have any guns on you, do you? I'm going back inside and put my shoes on and come back out with some toilet paper, and you're helping me get down. <laughs> <laughs> he wants me to help some toilet paper at Jen and Michelle's house. <laughs> That's only fair, right? <laughs> That's fair. Ask That's him, fair. Ask him uh, hey, where's my reindeer at? <laughs> Uh, actually, it's it's in my, it's in our van. It's okay. I, well, I'm gonna get this back. <laughs> I was going to give it to Ken and Michelle to give back to you. Ask him why he hadn't taken his Christmas lights down. Uh, why haven't you taken your lights down? Hey, look, it's it's a lot easier just to leave them up. It's not gonna leave them on all year. I just leave them up. <laughs> yeah, but a reindeer in the front yard. Yeah, yeah, the reindeer in the, in the yard. What's up with that? Since I worked their shifts, I haven't had time to. I, I didn't think Ken and Michelle would actually complain about it. <laughs> I can't believe they do this. I just, I just can't believe they turned me in for the life. We got. I got to get them back somehow. You got to help me. I want to wake them up right now. <laughs> he wants to go wake Ken and Michelle we up. Get in. <laughs> well, Kato, I can tell you what. You guys go get some toilet paper, and you go toilet paper their yard, and we'll call you back. You want us to paper the yard? <laughs> I don't, I've do never it. done this before, so I can paper a yard. <laughs> hey, look, I got toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> I toilet paper. No, I don't <laughs> remember if he did toilet paper the yard or not. I think so. I, I, my therapist said for me not to dwell on the past. <laughs> I, you did. You you went over there because Ken and Michelle called us back. Oh, said, wow. What are they doing in our yard? Ken <laughs> <laughs> and Michelle are nosy. And we were like, we don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not for hire, so don't call. But, but, but you know what? I, I'd love to have, you know, it's good to have 
neighbors like that where you can play pranks on each other. Yeah, you got to be nice. <laughs> nowadays, about, yeah. you can't do that. Uh-uh. Why not? Someone's going to get offended because you took down their Christmas lights. Oh, here's <laughs> a good story. <laughs> I don't even know my neighbors. <laughs> okay. It's George Tuesday this week here on the Hawk and Tom Show. Hey, and if you do have your Christmas lights still up, turn them on. Let us appreciate them, okay? The kids still love them. <laughs> Hawk and Tom on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 